Howdy, folks. Didn't see you there. I'm Shane Hanetka. Why don't you pull up a rock and sit by the fire? I was thinking of a story. It's about the boys at the Queen City Improvement Bureau and how they accidentally released a super-intelligent mutant shark in flooded City Hall and how that got them reminiscing about their past meetings. It's quite the tale. From bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Tonight, innovative revenue tools, outstanding improvements, special guests, all that and more. This meeting is now in session. Oh, hey, uh, before we get started on tonight's meeting, um, do you remember when we came up with that super intelligent mutant shark? Uh, was that an, I don't recall, was that an innovative revenue tool that we had or? It was like more like a general improvement idea. Anyway, uh, we raised it to solve all the city's problems. Mm-hmm. With oh, right. modified brain. That shark. Yeah. And, and if you recall, it said that the main way to solve the city's problems was to flood the city with salt water and devour everybody. As a shark would, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Any, anyway, um, I, I just unplugged the shark tank controls and plugged in our new popcorn maker. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that won't cause any kind of problems. Yeah, I mean, we might run out of butter for the popcorn, but otherwise, yeah. everything will be fine. I'm sure it will be. Okay, let's take attendance. Oh, crap. Is that the Notify Now system going off again? Yeah, and it's got the shark alarm code over top of it. Great, the whole floor is flooding. You know, I wish we'd implemented some of our other innovative revenue tools. You just segued us into a flashback, didn't you? I did. next on the agenda uh usually at this point uh, in the meeting we go for innovative revenue tools oh that would be when we look at ways for the, for the city to improve its bottom line by uh, yeah by... you're right it is Sorry. oh god i thought i thought scared. we were talking about something else no okay good. no no it's a way for the city to improve its bottom line by coming up with ways to increase revenue or lower expenses and this week we've got um we've, we've got one that i came up with just today oh <laughs> uh, if you've been outside and I have been. We'll get. We'll go into more detail wow. on this in the second half That's, of our meeting. I'm. I'm jealous. Yeah. Uh, if you've been outside, then you'll have noticed how our sidewalks are crunchy. Like with uh, granola. No. 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 They no? are crunchy with tent caterpillar scat. That is terrible granola. <laughs> it is the worst granola. Um, the, the the tent caterpillars are up in our our elm trees right now, eating our leaves and pooping them back out. And, uh, you know, it's, it's annoying. It's getting all over people's cars, all over their sidewalks, the bottoms of their shoes. And we could just wash all that caterpillar scat into the gutter. We could. We could. But we could also scoop it up. I, yeah, I'm with you so far. We could scoop it up under the guise of a neighborhood beautification program. And then we can sell it back to the public as compost for gardens and trees. We can market it as organic, (laughs) shade-grown, locally sourced, and a sustainable arthropod guano. Wow. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, we can always uh, sell it as granola. We could sell it as granola, yeah. Yeah. Just 
Yeah, yeah. I like, was thinking we could call it Caterpillar Blessings. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I figured there's a lot of money to be made here for the city. I think, I think, I think finally we've hit on innovative revenue tool the city's really going to jump on. Exactly. I, I hope so. I hope oh, so. And too. if that doesn't work, we have a few more ideas. Yes. Well, as uh, as as you know, uh, when you uh, after when you run for uh, for city council, you have to file a hundred dollar deposit. I've heard that. Uh, and this is uh, I mean this is a hundred dollars in the pockets of the city right away. So what if instead of there were instead of maybe two dozen people filing, what if running for city council was mandatory, and everybody in the everybody? city had to file? Oh my God! So, I'm just doing a little bit of math here, and that would be. That would be a uh, lots of dollars with a population of approximately two hundred thousand. Say, mm-hmm. there we go. 20, yeah, twenty million. I was. I'm really glad you did that math. <laughs> <laughs> I added two zeros under two hundred thousand. Oh, that's I did it myself. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that would be amazing. We could do so much with twenty million dollars. Who wouldn't get behind this plan? Uh, I I can't imagine anybody. And imagine the debates. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then then we could use. The stadium, the new stadium, on a regular basis for the debates. Yeah, no kidding. Ten wards, ten more debates. That would be, uh, that would like double the usage of the stadium. And uh, at council this week, uh, they were talking about the Libel Field, uh, and uh, Regina Minor Football came to visit to talk right. about the field. Are they birds? No, they aren't. Okay. But they mentioned... Uh, you know, how well used uh, the Libel field is and how it's not just used by footballers and by soccerers and joggers. And volleyballers. Right. It's used by everybody. And uh, Lee Antonini, who is the head of the Regina Minor Football, he um, and he's also a firefighter, incidentally. This is what he had to say about one of the groups that uh, uses Libel field. Uh, lots of use for if if they want to use it, we're going to be there, and you know we're more than willing to to share it with uh, all the communities, and including the uh, I think I must have said uh, bird watchers or something on TV or something because I've been getting mass har- harassment at the fire hall for that one. So even the even the bird watchers. <laughs> so yeah, even bird watchers are using Libel Field, and. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, Lee Antonini has been getting grief for bird watchers using the football field. So we should we should find a way to monetize this. Well, you know what? It just so happens that Barbara Young, one of our favorite counselors from mm-hmm. Ward One, uh, she um, took some mild objection to what Lee had to say about bird watchers. And just as a sidebar. Bird watching is great. <laughs> it actually attracts the birds and it can identify environmental threats. And in the, the and bird watchers spent thirty two billion dollars US in the North American economy in this last year. Thank heavens for Google. <laughs> Thank you, Council Young. Thirty two billion dollars. Thirty two billion dollars in bird watching. That could money. all be ours. It could be. Yes. Yeah. If only, maybe if we, okay, I can picture a couple of ways. One, we could make bird watching, uh, well, we could make bird watching illegal and mm-hmm. subject to fines so that if you see a bird, you have to pay 
let's say 150 bucks. You know, and I think the birds yeah. would appreciate that because they must be getting really tired of people watching their birdie business. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, well, how would you feel if you were trying to like, you know, get some sleep and some gigantic birds were watching you through the window? Exactly. So yeah, that would freak me right. The bird out exactly. So yeah. you as bird would be freaked out. So we should uh, we should make some money off this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd have to like somehow come up with an app that was in your computerized bird watching device that would let us know when it's taking a picture of a bird, and then we can charge them for it. The other thing we can do is actually take all the birds in North America, bring them here. So oh, all those people would have to come here to watch the birds. I like that. Thirty-two billion in our pockets that's fantastic we could just keep them all at live Field, all the birds in north america yep and then we could charge money for bird watchers from all over north america to come here to see them bingo yeah all the way from the pigeons to the crows to those little brown ones yeah i believe those are the only birds <laughs> i think you're right i've only really ever seen the pigeons and i've only heard stories about the crows and the brown ones so exactly so they must be the ones that the bird watchers like yeah they're on parrots we look at new ways that the city can raise money to cover its uh, funding shortfall. Oh, yeah, I like money. Yeah, uh, this is this is actually who doesn't. Um, but this is actually uh, leading on from a discovery that uh, some of our sewer workers made oh. uh, recently. Uh, there's a, a race of subterranean Morlock-style creatures actually living underground. Uh, they don't really know English, but they seem to have like basic cognition skills. Uh, and we, I realized that when soon, sooner or later, they'll become like part of our tax base and our labor pool. But for now, they can help make the city money by reaching up and stealing people's shoes as they walk by sewer grates, and then reselling them on the gray market, maybe on eBay. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm. Do you think you get, they could get me some flu box? They, they probably could actually. You just just check the city of like Regina.ca slash Morlock Shoeboard. Okay. Dot .ca mm -hmm. uh, for the latest listings. Okay. That's great. Dot .php. Right. And do you bid on the shoes or do you just like, are they like, is there like a buy now price? There is a buy now price, but you can also bid. Oh, right on. Oh, it's actually just eBay. Oh. Okay. So this week, um, we have some, uh, we have something about uh, intersections. Yes. Did you know that like there are more accidents at any at, at intersections than at any other part of your road network? I don't know if that's true, but it's essential to this project working that that be true. true. So um, we're just going to go with it that that's yes. true. So intersections are incredibly cost uh, intensive. Not only are there like uh, car accidents that need to be cleaned up by our emergency medical and uh, uh, disaster response people, but it also is the most intense for things like lights, crosswalk signals, um, the lines. They've got to like change direction for the car that put mm. the truck that puts the lines down. That yellow paint. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not cheap. No. So there is a lot of money that goes into an intersection, and you know it just gets paid for like any other stretch of road. The injustice. I know, but one thing that uh, you know we've noticed is that there are also a lot of cameras at intersections uh, there to you know catch people who speed through lights. Mm -hmm. Um, but when nobody is speeding through those lights, those cameras are just idle. They're not yeah. really accomplishing anything. They're not generating any revenue. And we hate inefficiency. Exactly. Clean City Improvement Bureau. Exactly. So uh, we, our, our subcommittee uh, was 
talking about this, and what we think we could do is, since these these crosswalk lights are already set up, you know, view cars, record cars, spot their license plates, mm-hmm. we could just start logging everybody who goes through the intersection. Yeah. And then we could charge micropayments onto their property taxes for their use of our intersection. This, this would be perfect. Yeah. It's not as it's not as exciting as other revenue tools that we've come up with. For example, you know, stealing all the birds from North America and putting them in no. the stadium, which I thought was that was pretty good. That was pretty was good. It, yeah. yeah. But this this one is actually very very effective. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's a little more understated. Um, hopefully, it goes unnoticed uh, uh, for a while before you know, so that it can like pay for itself at least. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But and, yeah. And I think Regina citizens will be only too happy to look at their property tax bills and see slightly more money on them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a user fee. We're okay with user fees for the pools. We're okay with user fees for, um, you know, all these other city services that are mm-hmm. offered. Uh, I think that, you know, it's time that the intersections and the drivers who travel through them start carrying their, their weight. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Maybe we could charge more for left turns. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's very good. I'm Sandy Dorn from the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District, and you're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina's Community Radio. Okay, so next up is innovative revenue tools. That's Every right. week we look at ways for the city to improve its bottom line by coming up with ways for them to uh, save some money or raise yeah. some money. Or innovate uh, revenue. That is or, the whole point. Or tool the revenue innovatively. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you have? Well, this, this actually is a little unorthodox for my, our, my, our usual innovative revenue tools. Um, this is actually a way of, I, I don't want to sound radical here, but redistributing a bit of the wealth from some of our wealthier residents to uh, to some of the, like the our lower income residents, uh, and it's basically done. I call this my my pet term for this is the gold standard in which we turn money into uh, liquid, maybe through so actual money being turned into actual yeah liquid. instead of being measured in like drams or cc's, it will be honey with uh, gold flakes suspended in them. Okay. And the the idea being that when people put this liquid money in their wallets. Uh, some of it would squeeze out from the wallets and uh, and trickle down oh. their their pant legs. I call it the trickle down theory okay. of of economics. And and when it, like it hits the sidewalk, um, people with lower income could come along and scrape up what they could. That's brilliant. I think so. This and is a revolution of economics here. I agree. And uh, the other thing we we can do to add on and actually generate more revenue for the city is with every city service, we offer them a fried egg for $1.50. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. You know, <laughs> get, your, you know, get, get your roads plowed with a fried egg on top. Who wouldn't go for that? Exactly. Here we are in the sub-basement stairwell in the last remaining pocket of air. I always knew it was going to come to this, Aiden. Our offices, flooding, soon all of City Hall will fill with water, and then what next? The Queen City submerged like some crazy prairie Atlantis? It's all according to that evil shark's plan. Luckily, 
as fungus mats and our trusty leopard helped us float to safety. Look, over there. It's the it's the glowing door. Oh my god. Maybe if we can just like swim over to that, we can go through it and get to someplace safe. Here we are at the door. Oh no, it's locked. And the water's rising. We're gonna die here. Come with me if you want to live. It's the Queen City Improvement Bureau's first guest, Cassie Ozog. She must have blown the door open. What are you doing down here, Cassie? I'm here to rescue you from the zombie apocalypse. Are zombies real? Aren't they more like a free-floating signifier that allows us to express our cultural fears about society in a safe fantasy space? Okay, if you read my thesis backwards, it clearly states that zombies are real and will one day overrun the world, and that day is now. Genetically modified super sharks, though, oh, they're totally real. There's one right behind you. Oh no! She's getting eaten by the shark! You couldn't have warned me about the shark? You had to mansplain zombies to me first? Oh, but we enjoyed the discussion. Serious intellectual discourse is its own reward. Well, I guess that's it for Cassie. I'm starting to think of cursed. You know, it's occurred to me that if the QCIB had more staff, we could use them as meat shields, like Cassie. And how. Okay, let's do that. Hey, uh, first person this evening, uh, Enoch Pedal. Enoch Pedal. Enoch Pedal. Yeah, was he like a cycling? He's the guy who invented the pedal, isn't he? Uh, no, actually, he oh. was. Uh, he's actually well known as a. He was a fairly famous Puritan who uh, actually led a brief armed insurrection against Nathaniel Hawthorne. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. remember that from social studies. Yeah, it was not very successful. No. Yeah, Hawthorne went on to write several major works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, despite Pedal's like. Interference. Despite his tips. <laughs> despite his, like, you know, pestering. Yeah. So uh, I don't see I don't see him here. No, no. I don't. Yeah, we're, there's definitely no Enoch down here with us. Uh, next up, uh, Rihanna Dogma. Rihanna Dogma. Rihanna Dogma? She no. was a 70s singer-songwriter. She actually disguised herself as a Lindsay Buckingham and went on, like, the Tusk tour. Nobody even noticed. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I so, can see how that could happen. I would love to hear more about that from uh, her. That would be a fantastic interview. I agree. But and I, she could she could present some fantastic improvements to I, the city. I agree. But I yeah. don't think she's here this evening. Rihanna? No. no. She's not here. Uh, let's see. We have um, uh, Pussy Handel. Pussy Handel. Yes. No. Apparently, apparently a descendant of Georg Handel. Oh. Uh, yeah. The yeah. famous new no-wave mus- uh, magician? No. Musician? <laughs> Nope. No, I, I don't think he's here. Oh. If he is, he's coming later. And uh, n- uh, next up we have uh, Raina Godman. Raina Godman. Raina Godman. No. No? Is it? Yeah. Sorry, I don't see a Raina Godman down here at all. So, uh, do we have a Noop Cheadle? A Noop Cheadle? Noop Cheadle. Uh, the, uh, the Bollywood star? Uh, no, uh, this is close. Uh, Noop Cheadle is uh, Don Cheadle's identical twin. Oh, 
He yeah. started out as a stunt double, but he claims that he actually performed in approximately 90% of Hotel Rwanda. Really? And in pretty much every bit of footage you see in uh, Marvel movies, that's not Don, that's Noop. Oh, really? So I'm, I'm looking forward to having him talk I about that. I didn't know that. That's great to know. I don't, I don't see him here, though. No, he's not here yet. All right. So, and second attendee is Ramon Nidog. Ramon Nidog. Yeah, the, no, the Spanish, I haven't seen him today. The Spanish-Swedish head of the UN. Yeah, no, I know who he is, but he yeah. he hasn't been here today at all. Uh, we've got uh, Fenu Dekel. Fenu Dekel. I think he's Irish. Irish. Fenu Dekel. Yeah, it sounds actually like an herb. Are you sure it's not like an herb? Were you he were might. you like jotting down? Stuff you needed to get at the grocery store? Uh, no, I, 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 don't, I don't cook with Fenu Decal. Never? Whatever that is. Okay, and Dion Anagram. Dion Anagram? Yeah, isn't that great? Is Dion, is Dion here? No. Oh. No, he's probably out uh, doing anagrams somewhere. Could be. I think, he, yeah, I think he also sells weed in the parking lot. Yeah, that yeah. would be the guy. Okay. And I'm excited to have this person. This person's new. Uh, someone named Dulce Peahan. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Do we have Dulce Peahen? Dulce Peahen. That sounds yes. like, I don't know. Mild, mild, mild chicken. Mild chicken. Mild chicken, Dulce oh. Peahen. Um, I don't, um, uh, second up we have Radio Nagman. <laughs> um, do you know, do you know Radio Nagman? Cause no, but I can, I can imagine Radio Nagman. Okay, okay, cause yeah. you, cause you laughed. I thought maybe you had some dealings with him. I may have. But, yeah, you know, because I don't. He sounds see... like a supervillain. He actually. does. Okay, uh, first up tonight, uh, Cheetah Punel. I don't see any Cheetah Punel. Che Cheetah Punel? No, she unless was... it's a friend of our Jaguars. No, no, Cheetah Punel. Uh, she was a dancer. She was famous back in the fifties. She invented the Lalo Lalo dance. Oh, yeah. wow! I interestingly enough, there are rumors she was having an affair for years with Xavier Couillat. But it turns out other rumors say that actually it just might have been Xavier Couillat and Drag. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know either of these people. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, um, that's probably why Charo divorced uh, Couillat. Oh. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, next, uh, do we have um, Nano Diagram? No, we have no Nano Diagram here. Are you sure? it's? We, we don't even have any Nano Diagrams. Oh, okay. Or at least, would be... Although if we had some, we probably couldn't see them. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, eye. you have to look closely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very tiny illustration. Yeah. Um, uh, Hep Deluance. Do we have Hep Deluance here? Hep Deluance? Yeah. Um, I see no Hep Deluance here. Really? Uh, I was kind of looking forward to seeing Hep. He was uh, he was a singing cowboy. Uh, I think, like, basically Gene Autry ripped off his act. Really? Yeah, he would have been famous if not for Gene Autry getting in on the whole singing cowboy thing. Dang, I hope yeah. he shows up because you know I love me some old-timey cowboy music. Yeah, last, I think there was a scandal with him trying to sell Amway on his records, so that kind of, hmm. yeah. You know, well, you can rhyme an awful lot with Amway, so. True, that's true. Uh, next up, uh, Ningo Armada. Ningo Armada. Ningo Armada. No. Yeah, he, Ningo, he yeah, was Ningo. the man. Yes, he was the man who single-handedly introduced Valium into, like, Cold War Eastern Europe. Ningo did that? Yes, he did. Yes, wow. He made a fortune. They, they must some, have loved him there. Spent some time in, in uh, Gulag, but other than that. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I don't see him today, but... Uh, no. Well, maybe he'll come oh, later, because I could use some Valium. Second up, we've got Ian Garamond. Ian Garamond. Ian Garamond. Inventor of the font? 
No, you no? think so. No, that, think. that was Mr. Garamond. Oh. Well, that's a different Garamond. His father? <laughs> yeah, perhaps, yes. Uh, perhaps his father-in-law. We, we don't know. Yeah. Um, but actually, Ian Garamond was, uh, he was actually a member of MI6 back in the 70s. Really? He, he was disgraced, and uh, when he was found uh, convicted of uh, selling state secrets to Peru. Oh. Nobody knows why. Huh. And I, he wound up here? Yeah. Huh. Well, but he's not here. I don't see him. Well, if he's on the lam, of course he's not going to be here. I re- yeah, it's true. Well, I really want to know why he was selling secrets to Peru in the 70s. Good thing we're going to have him in a meeting. Um, uh, let's see. We have um, Radon A. Gammon. Radon A. Gammon. Yes, have you... I, I didn't no. see Radon A. Gammon. I didn't see him when I came in. Okay. Um, he's usually storming around the vestibule with the, his sword out and uh, uh, his ray gun. You know... You know, I, I think, I'm beginning to think, uh, that sounds good, but I think you're making fun of me because I just realized my mistake. I messed up the letters in the, this name. Should be Aiden Morgan. Oh, I wasn't making fun of you. I would never do that, okay. Aiden. Okay, so Aiden Morgan, is he here? I, yes, you are. That is you. Excellent. Oh, okay, yeah. great. And uh, we've got uh, Lee Dupican. Lee Dupican. Yes, Lee Dupican. The famous chef. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, the great uh, what, what is he doing chef? here? I don't know. Um, I don't see him here, though. Um, well, I guess he didn't show, but I'm here. I'm Paul Deshane. Y- you know something? What? I, uh, when I know that I look at Lee Dupican, I, I think that actually might be your name, just with the letters messed up. Actually, Lee and I were um, laughing about that the other day. Of, of course. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. how our names were just anagrams of each other's. Did he, did he do something like, oh, I guarantee, like something, <laughs> did, something really actually, terrible yeah. and stereotypical? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, that leads me like to say. He's a hoot. He's a hoot. You're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We made it out to the lobby, out those doors, and we're home free. Maybe we could lure the shark out onto Victoria Avenue and get it hit by a bus. Sweet! What the? Someone just crashed a bus through the main doors. Is that? It can't be. Bus driver Colin Lee Wilson from our March 17th meeting? Hi, guys. You should come with me if you want to live. You just crashed a bus into City Hall. Well, you looked like you were in trouble, and City Transit is here to serve. Give me a second to start the bus back up, and then I can get you boys out of here. You guys have your air cards, right? What are the odds that Colin would be driving his bus past City Hall just when the flooding reached the first floor? This is so convenient! That's City Transit for you! Turns out escaping from City Hall is going to be really easy. Almost too easy. Well, there'll be no getting out that way. You know, they're gonna have to put together one hell of a tender to get the lobby fixed. Agenda 
first night. Hey, have you heard about, uh, do you know what a tender is? Uh, I know how it makes me feel. <laughs> well, uh, as it turns out, uh, the city, uh, when it needs something done or it needs to buy something, it puts out a tender and asks people to like send uh, send in uh, quotes on how much they can pay for a thing. And you know, I thought it was it would be worthwhile if we started to uh, take a look at some of the uh, some of those tenders and just make you know the public aware of the tenders that the city is putting out. Are there tender? Is it a tender for tenderizer? Not this week. Okay. All right. I will. I will play. I will play this week's tender. Asphalt bits. The city of Regina is accepting sealed tenders marked C O R two eight two seven asphalt bits. Tenders can be dropped off at the main floor ambassador's desk or. Fifth floor purchasing branch. Closing date, February 2nd, no later than 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. This has been a Queen City Tender Moment. Okay, I hope you found that informative. That was very tender. Excellent. I would like to point out that asphalt bits are not bits of asphalt. Really? Yeah. I mean, you can, what you are can they? submit a tender for bits of asphalt. Oh, I guess my tender is going to be rejected then. I think so. But they will actually, they much more prefer that you submitted a tender for bits used for drilling. And oh, damn. Because I just dropped off a big bag of bits of asphalt at the ambassador's desk on the first floor. Oh, well, they'll use those. Oh, okay. Hey, Aiden. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a tender is? Uh, do I? A tender is when the city needs some uh, services or needs to buy some product, and they post a notice saying, hey, uh, suppliers, could you uh, give us some uh, bids on what you can offer us, and we might buy your stuff. It's it's weird that you would explain it to me, because I, I know exactly what a tender is. I, I oh, work you with do? You here. Oh, okay. But, but, you know, just in case somebody was walking by or listening to the meeting... Well, this week there are several tenders that uh, I thought we should we should bring up at today's meeting. So I'm going to play those tenders right now for a tender moment. Feel that? Feel that change in the air? Seasons turning, winters passing. Know what that makes me think about? It makes me think about getting all that alleyway maintenance done, fixing the roads. Oh, but it's a big job. And that's why the Queen City's thinking about renting a skid steer, a pad foot, a hydro excavator, an aerial lift truck, and a compact excavator. A skid steer, pad foot, a hydro excavator, an aerial lift truck, and a compact excavator. You've no later than 2 p.m. Central Standard on March the 9th. To get your tenders to Ambassador's Desk. Or the fifth floor purchasing branch to rent us a skid steer, a pad foot, a hydro excavator, an aerial lift truck, or a compact excavator, a skid steer, a pad foot, a hydro excavator, an aerial lift truck, or a compact excavator. And that's a pad foot compactor, to be precise. And if you can find your way to throw in a crawler loader, well, that'd be nice. 
months of rent can be expected. Oh, but the lowest bid. It may not be the bid that gets accepted. And bids that are unsigned, obscure, actually, you know, anything irregular or missing info that was requested or answers that went unfurnished, those bids are rejected and thrown onto the floor. The city will ensure to indemnify the vendor for misuse of your skid steer, your pad foot, your hydro excavator, your aerial lift truck, and your compact excavator, your skid steer, your pad foot, your hydro excavator, your aerial lift truck, and your compact excavator. So remember, 2 p.m. Central Standard on March the 9th to get your tenders to Ambassador's Desk or the 5th Floor Purchasing Branch to rent us a skid steer, a pad foot, a hydro excavator, an aerial lift truck, or a compact excavator, a skid steer, a pad foot, a hydro excavator, an aerial lift truck, or a compact excavator. And this has been a Queen City tender moment. Hope you found it informative. Two, three, four, skid steer, pad foot, hydro excavator, aerial lift truck, compact excavator, skid steer, pad foot, hydro excavator, aerial lift truck, compact excavator. We need your skid steer and all the excavators. That that was the greatest five minutes of my life. <laughs> well, I hope you found it informative. There's a really cool tender this week that uh, I thought we should feature in the meeting. Is it a chicken tender? No, it isn't. Wow. How about I just play it for us now? Okay. Hole number one, fire hall, needs its roof replaced. For if it caves in on our heads, our town will be disgraced. Yeah, old number one, fire hall, needs its roof restored. Drop tenders at the purchasing branch or with the ambassadors. The dormer trims beyond repair, the window sills are screwed. The storm windows, the less you know, the better it's for you. The gables need some TLC, their shingles came unstuck. The flat roof parts are so built up they are completely full. Old number one, fire hall, needs its roof replaced. For if it caves in on our heads, our town will be disgraced. Yeah, old number one, fire hall, needs its roof refined. Drop tenders off at 2 p.m., that's central standard time. The carpet's on, floors two and three, a fucking travesty. The north roof lacks a ladder up, as you can fucking see. The clock's so fucked, I don't know why you even fucking try. It looks like it was installed by some fucking guy. Old number one, fire hall, needs its roof redone. For if it falls down on our heads, I'm suing everyone. Don't think I'm even kidding, dude, I'll lawyer up so fast. My cousin, he just passed the bar, he'll nail your fucking ass. Bids are due March 24, how to drop them off is known. I say it nearly every course, leave me the fuck alone. This has been a Queen City tender moment tune. If you found it too foul mouth, go to the fucking moon. Yeah, old number one, fire hall, needs its roof replaced. For if it caves in on our heads, this town will be more of a f***ing disgrace. Old number one, fire hall, it needs its roof restored. So this f***ing get out the
The old number one fire hall needs its roof replaced. Apparently. Well, somebody's fired. <laughs> I thought you said that the elevator was going to be our route to freedom, Aiden. It's our it's our royal road to consciousness. I don't know what I'm talking about. And yet, here we are, in an elevator, and the water is rising still. And it appears to be, like, stuck between floors. Curse that shark. Somebody's prying the doors open. Who is that? Come with me, if living is, like, your thing. Dunlop Gallery Director Jennifer Manatek. It's Oh, Matatech? <laughs> Dunlop Gallery Director Jennifer Matatech? What are you doing here? I'm, I'm at City Hall. I just read the new cultural plan. I'm super inspired to make a new exhibition. Sweet. Will you have enough material to program the back half of 2016? Well, no, I was just sort of waiting for the cultural plan to go through, at, so I'm just programming all of it now. Can you help us get out of this elevator? Grab this rope I have for some reason. Thanks. And don't worry about the shark. The shark? <laughs> yeah, it's behind you. But it's okay. They can't see curators. Oh, damn. I meant docents. You know, speaking of docents, that reminds me of that time that we... Tonight we have uh, we have a candidacy a candidate for improvement vectorness. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, we got a memo actually from the sixth floor. Uh, apparently, our interview process, our vetting process, has been too lax. Oh. And now we need to crack down and actually interview our candidates to make sure they're suitable to be improvement vectors. Okay. So tonight's candidate is Jennifer Matatek of the Dunlop Art Gallery. Hello. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. I hope I win. <laughs> well, we'll see. We've, we've actually developed uh, a really easy questionnaire. Okay. So it's true-false. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll just take you through it. Okay. And you, you should be just fine. Okay. It's okay if I sweat a little bit? It's okay. All the flops sweat. I get you very need. sweaty in these instances. There's, there's a lot of condensation okay. in, uh, in the basement, so okay. that's okay. It's, okay, we, we, great. We can't tell the difference. Thanks. So it is, it is important though that all questions are answered, right? Because any unanswered questions will be counted against the overall scores. Two incorrect responses. Oh, you you, you know how? Yeah, this works. I've watched Jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. I know how it yeah. works. Remember, but remember, there are no mm-hmm. wrong answers in a true/false quiz; only incorrect ones. Okay, true. I I did a minor in psychology, so okay, that, that one, I'm going to say that's true. No, that is false. Okay. Because there are correct and incorrect answers, not just incorrect ones. Okay. 
This is but, a hard quiz. Uh, it, it, it's it does it. There are there are. You have to think about the questions carefully. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll take a moment. But but don't worry. That question wasn't part of the quiz. That, oh, that was just okay. a moment. All right, good. True, true or false? True, false. That was a question. <sighs> and so was this one. You have to be careful. Okay. We we need we need our improvement like vectors to be quick on their feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this next one. Mm-hmm. Question three. Your last name is Matatek with a K. True. But could also be f- false. It's got to be one or the other. Oh, this is hard. I know. Because I have a professional name and a married name. Wow. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say true. False. It is Matatek with an M. Oh, you're right. <laughs> You're right about that. I, le- I learned I learned about spelling in school and how you start at the beginning of the word. Uh, tools. Last of our innovative revenue tools for oh. this week. For this week. But there will be more next week. There always is. There I have always. an idea. You do? Oh, do you? I do. Can I tell you what I think it is? Yes. Absolutely. Um, so people are walking their dogs, right, all the time. And sometimes mm-hmm. they're cats. They don't. They don't. Nobody walks dogs. Okay. That's Okay. But, like, how useful are dogs and cats? They could be more useful. And they're outside all the time anyway. Why don't we get them um, on the sidewalks, like, shoveling? That's good. That is a great idea. Right? Yeah. Well, then they could offset the cost of the dog park. I mean, if we're going to make students pay for buses through their Mm U-Pass, we've got to start making dogs pay for their dog park. I I think that's very true. We need to get dogs, like, making money jobs, mm-hmm. paying taxes, like contributing to Good. the well-being of the, of the city. So I'm proving myself my oh, first yeah. day on the job Absolutely. right now by making yeah. that suggestion. Uh, and after after my rough, ready tabulation, you are an improvement vector <sighs> for the city Wonderful. of Wonderful. Uh, Do I get a uniform? or a- No, I present you with a certificate, <gasps> a signed certificate. Oh, you! this is just making my... I am feeling the love right now. That's, that's Thank you idea. so much, Pool and Apron. That's, well, well they're, they're not close. here. But oh, they're not here. So they signed this on behalf well, of we, your... We, we signed it on okay. their behalf. So. Well, you also used my favorite um, typeface here. No one can see this, but it is a courier font. Well, there's there's a couple of... There's a courier font for your name, mm-hmm. which is... and, and we, Oh, and Comic Sans, right? Yes, which, was, which we thought would be particularly classy. Mm-hmm. Along it is. With our, along with our crowdsourced logo. I think that it's beautiful, and I've never been more honored to receive anything. Excellent. It's suitable for framing. Ever. Uh, If I ever have a Wikipedia page, uh, this is going to be included among my accomplishments. Hi, I'm Brandon Wright from Bike Regina. And I'm Sarah Maria DeBees from Bike Regina. And you're listening to... The Queen City Improvement Bureau. On 91.3 CJTR. Regina's Community Radio. Yeah, so who's this with us? Well, it looks it looks a lot like looks Sean Fraser. kind of familiar from, yes. like, City Council. Hello. Hi. Uh, is this Sean, the Sean Fraser? It's Counselor? A, it's a Sean Fraser. There's a, a few of us out there, but yeah, that's yeah. me. Counselor Sean Fraser. This is, this is quite the honor that you would make your way down here. How did you make your way well, down here? First off, the honor is all mine. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how I got down here. I was up on the 15th floor of City Hall, and then all of a sudden the lights went out. Somebody threw a bag over my head, and here I was, so... 
I'm here now. I'm yours for an hour. So. I can assure, well, you know, that's when the time locks open, so, and everybody can leave. Um, I assure you that was not us with the sack. I promise. No. It wasn't Dave neither, I hope. It might have been HR. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, I believe we have uh, Stephen Whitworth. Yeah, we've got an outstanding improvement from Stephen Whitworth of Prairie Dog Magazine. Prairie Dog. Prairie Dog. Yes. Oh, that makes more sense. Prairie Dog. It, it's it's Prairie Dog. Prairie. Is my mic on? Yep. I'm not hearing any feedback. Should I talk really loud? Uh, just talk however you want, Stephen. Oh, okay, so this is good. Mm-hmm. So you had an outstanding improvement that you wanted to suggest for Regina. Well, I did, but the first thing is um, there's been some changes since the last time I was here, walking uh, down those uh, steps in that half-lit stairwell to get to the sub-basement that we broadcast out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, we put in some Glade Freshener. Yeah, you've also got you've also got a door. I don't know if it was bricked up before, but um, when I was walking by it, it's a metal door, and it's got uh, a glass window, one of those but wire reinforced glass windows. And I saw this flickering light coming out of it, it was mm. a little bit like lightning, a little bit like lightning. Yeah. And I looked I looked through it when I was on my way to the studio here because it was in between the the stairwell your stairwell of terror where I always feel like. I don't know. I, anything could happen. Um, it's and magical. That's the way we like it. This was a room. This room was full of, I, as far as I could tell, people who were undergoing some kind of. They were going, undergoing medical experimentations. It was like they were being experimented on. I'm not sure what, but or what was going on. It was very, uh, but it was very strange. And that is there something going on? Okay. Anyway, uh, that door it, it comes and goes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, a little worrisome. No, no it's, uh, it's, it's considered good luck if you encounter the door, but bad luck if the door opens when you uh, I actually, I don't like that I, when I wake up in the morning and look out the window, I can't see a stadium, <laughs> like, immediately. It just, it, it drives me nuts. Uh, you should do what I did, tattoo one on your eyeballs. That is a great, or get one of those like X-ray specs, you know, the kind that came with like the the uh, the hand printed on the on the glass or the plastic. Damn, that would have hurt a lot less. Yeah, <laughs> the eyeball yes. and been a lot less expensive. You can just order those out of the back of a comic book. Oh, good point. Yeah. Uh, so we've got one more thing on the agenda tonight. What is we, that? We do. It's the uh, it's the fan. It's a challenge of our own. Oh yeah. It is the city hall fan fiction challenge. Woot! People, fan fiction writers, fanoneers of the Queen City, this is your chance to really show what you can do for fan fiction. Uh, in the city. In the city, uh, using characters, real-life characters who happen to be the city councillors. Now, here's the thing. I mean, you can, you can put them like it. Well, some people out there think that fan fiction is all about slash. It isn't. Mm-hmm. It's it's about exploring your imagination and you know inserting people in different worlds and scenarios. Um, so you can put them in Middle Earth, what you want. But one thing you can't have them. You can't use their real names. So uh, I've got a few um, suggested false names you can use. So here we go. We don't have a lot of time, so I'll do this quick. Okay, in place of Barbara Young, Sarah Juventes, Ward One. A counselor with a metal leg and a dark secret. Or two, instead of Bob Hawkins, John Osprey, a man who once mounted a constitutional challenge against a package of razor blades and won. <laughs> or three, Sean Fraser, 
Sam Foster, a progressive counselor who may actually be the Antichrist. That's for all like those left behind fan fiction yeah. scenarios. Yeah. Um, then we've got Ward 4, Brian Burnett, Byron Floret, a wild romantic with a penchant for writing his opinions in epic verse and engaging in romantic dalliances with other counselors. There's your slash opportunity right there. Right on. Um, instead of John Fendura in Ward 5, we have Tom Fedora. A former private investigator who gave up that life to become a city councillor. Or did he? Or at six, instead of Wade Murray, we've got Dave Blu-ray, a cyborg. Or at seven. <laughs> instead of Sharon Vice, uh, we've got Shannon Vice, a tough-as-nails cop. We've seen it all. They say the only mystery she hasn't cracked is her own heart. In Ward 8, in place of Mike O'Donnell, we've got Terence Fitzmonahan, a reincarnation of the Irish folk hero, Cahoolan. Lots of, high, lots of opportunities there, people. Uh, Ward 9, instead of uh, Terry Hinks, we've got Perry Jinks, a 10-year-old who gets up to all kinds of mischief and keeps trying to close down the schools in order to get out of going to class. <laughs> uh, Ward 10, instead of Jerry Flagel, you can use Harry Bagel. A man who decided to embrace his name and open up a labeling business called Bagel's Labels. He gets very angry when people ask him why he doesn't go into the bagel business. And, of course, last but not least, we have uh, Mayor Fougere, who we can call, if you wish, Mayor Pickerel Mougere, a fish from Lake Diefenbaker who got a wig caught around his head and was mistaken. <laughs> For a person, it's an inspiring story of perseverance and courage. And to this day, he's terrified of hooks. So we're going to have that up on our website, queencityib.com. You can look at that, and you can uh, email us your own your own fan fiction uh, entries. Yeah. We'll read them out on the air. Absolutely. We might even have you on the show to read it yourself. Yeah, who knows? You, oh, you'll definitely get a certificate. You will definitely get a certificate. That actually is the, uh, that's the prize for the fan fiction challenge, is uh, the chance to be on our show. And if you write something, you will be on our show. Because you'll probably be the only person who started so. But the water is rising. And everyone here has deserted the coast. Like rats leaving a sinking ship. Tip. Paul? What? I just felt something brush up against my leg. Paul? Y yes, Aiden? Can I make a motion to adjourn? Yes. Motion seconded. Motion passed. Meeting adjourned. Howdy, folks. Guess I'm going to leave you here. Those boys are in quite the situation, aren't they? Come back next week and I'll finish up for you.
Music for the Queen City Improvement Bureau is by Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire. Coming up next, Nerdcore Cabaret, The Cockpit, and Reeling in the Years. Keep on improving, Regina, and stay out of the water. Thank you.